Welcome to The Process is Black and White, where we discuss, well, just about everything. Here's your host, Vernon and Devin. Today to get to this game, but we'll, we'll, we'll take our time and give a good show, right? Um, hey, so I have a question for you. Um, oh, after reading this book, um, or reading, you know, starting this book and getting into where we are, and some of the things that I spent my weekend watching or listening to, um, a question came up, and I asked a couple other people, but like, I wanted to ask you. Uh, as we normally do at the start of a show, and that is humility. What what do you, how do you see humility? What does it look like? Kind of break it down to me, and then I'll give you my perspective on it. I don't know. I, I would say that the first thing that, the thing that I've learned most over the last five to ten years is um two things one is that i I'll, I'll tell people in advance i'll say like hey i say stuff like i'm super certain about it but just because i'm saying it like i'm super certain about it i'm happy to change my mind like i don't actually just because i said like well that's just how that is doesn't actually mean that that's just how that is like it just happens to be the way that i inter- like that's my interface with the world and then also i work pretty hard at being more careful about saying things with certainty. And so I would say that that's like my main reference point for humility at the current time. It's meant different things at different times, but for sure right now it's around that whole idea of like, mostly I think I know this is sort of what I'll say. Like I'm pretty sure about this thing um, or that thing or the other. I also say stuff with like a lar- a high amount of certainty, so it's kind of a weird balance. But I would say humility is knowing that you don't know like a whole uh, – having experienced that whatever the thing is that you're trying to do is way more complicated than you think it is as soon as you really start to dig into it. I've done that enough now that I'm like, oh, yeah, things are really – all things are really, really complicated. You just don't know enough about them to realize why they're complicated yet. So that's what humility is for me right now, I think. Now, how about for you? So, and and uh, kind of exactly what you, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking up because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking up the definition too before we, just to hear your side and then to kind of give what Webster uh, pins it in as um, a modest or low view of one's own importance, humbleness, mm. right? So, I, like, I think your perception on it is similar to mine because humility is one of those things that, you know, it also gets used at least at times in the same role as like sympathy and humility gets confused at, at time to time. In a lot of conversations, you'll say like, you know, like, how do you show humility to someone? Right. And a lot of times it's like if someone feels sorry for someone, you know, they they kind of mistake that for humility. You know what I mean? 
And really, that's just a level of sympathy that you have for someone. Part of humility is like it involves you. It, it's 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 so it's two sided. It's not just that you do something for someone or you have sympathy for someone or you understand someone's disposition. It's when you're doing that kind of at the expense of yourself to a it's degree. It's not being the most important person in the room. Exactly. It's not being the most important person in the room. So, you know, people who lack humility, like to me, I think that that is the first, when you do not have, when humility is not a part of your everyday, right? Like to me, I think that's one of the first attacks that like evil will say goes after, right? Like I think there's certain characteristics that happen, like revenge is a thing that like, you know, when you want revenge and you're in a moment where you felt you're done wrong, like you start thinking bad thoughts, right? Like in people who lack humility and can't readily show humility tend to hurt other people often. And, and a lot of times it tends to, you know, lead to revenge or different fields like that. And I think the one thing in over the weekend and having reading this book is like, having humility the importance of that characteristic for society period it might be the most important characteristic characteristic that a human being needs to have it's got to be up there it's interesting that like the two characters that are primarily featured right now right Mm -hmm. kathy and adam neither of them have much in the way of humility Mm-hmm. Adam at different ways though totally different, different ways. ways Adam is just hyper focused on Adam's goals mm-hmm. he's not he's the most important thing in the room yes whenever and he Adam's uses people thing. he uses well, people he, in a different he, way in a different way he's he's more like this is what I'm looking for like he's more upfront, upfront about it right because it makes me feel good so I'm gonna or, compliment you and call you the greatest in the world and uh, blah 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 but that's not for you that's for me for my because i need the well dug yes because i need the well dug so i'm going to say nice things to you oh oh, how do i get the well dug oh i bring him wine okay it's not i'm afraid you leave or when the case of kathy and how his behavior is with kathy i'm going to be super duper nice and give you everything because i don't want you to go i'm going to just ask him what you want exactly and if it's to go, having the humility to be like, well, you're free to go. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's what's best for you. You're free to go. And then meanwhile, Kathy, her thing is like she's just super rigid in exactly mm-hmm. what she wants. She's like not interested in any other thing than figuring but herself. out what her stuff is. Yeah, so it's she's, a different, she's totally very selfish. Totally selfish. Very different, uh, you know, uh, presentation of the the humility problem. If you if you present it, in not that a, way. well that that was part of it. I you know that was part of it. That was to, there's like so many ways to look at it. But the conversation began. But for me, I think I was talking to maybe a cousin of mine, uh, actually Michael Michael Cunningham, friend of the show, um, and that was kind of how it started. I, I just got finished you know, blowing through my chapters on the book and 
I just, you know, it makes you think. This freaking thing makes you, like, think. It makes you, like, sit in your own head. You know, like, you need, like, a cool-down period afterwards. Just because it, it gets you thinking, man. And um, I think the thing that I walked away with from that cool-down period is just, like, man, like, this is, like, a battle. First of all, it's a battle. This book is a whole battle of, you know, personalities it's a battle of choices. It's a battle of good and evil. It's a battle of like lack of, like lack of humility. There's a battle of you know uh, uh, just just every characteristic that you can think of. We we see you got um, as each character comes in, they're like bringing something different with them. You You're know missing what I mean? One. You're missing one, which is a battle of time. Time, yes, time. yes. Because like yes. It, it, there's a, it, we're 15 chapters in and. Probably every third chapter or so, he's referencing how, you know, people are looking back on what used to be and what will be and what yes. is now, and yes. how those things are interwoven. You know, and uh, totally, cool. totally. It's but it's, it's it is, and it and, you know, I would say, when you Charles's character to me, I thought it was Adam in the beginning that was going to be the most complicated, but. Charles's character, to me, is the most complicated. He his care like because very complicated. Yeah, you can argue that, you know. You you can argue that he's kind of like. Actually, the the most humble of the bunch. I mean, you wouldn't even argue it. I mean, it's clear, he he's a modest man, right? Like he's a really modest man. Um, I think he cares more about Adam than Adam does him. Mm-hmm. I think at times he cares more about Adam than he does himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's probably been the one character. What he, you know, what he's done at the end wasn't the greatest thing, but he, in fact, he might have done that with humility in play because he. I mean, he maybe, did. He was like, "Oh well," and laughed to yeah. himself. Yeah, like. You know, maybe that was the sacrifice that would teach Adam that this person isn't right for you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who knows? But he's the closest character to having really any of it right now, which is yeah, crazy it, to say. It's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting portrayal of, of, you know, like, you get a sense real easy of, like, how rough, how rough 1900s. America was like, oh, it was rough. Yeah. Like they were having seven kids because three, three of them weren't going to make it. You know what I mean? Like you just like, yeah. whew, it was a time, rough, man. it was a rough time, you know? And, and thankfully we're not, we're not there, you know, like thankfully we've solved a, a bunch of that and you know, not everything, you know, long way to go, but still. We, yeah. But it was one of those, it, it's one of those times where like you talk about life and death, like, yeah. You talk about life and death decisions, like literally drinking water mm-hmm. was a life and death decision. Like some of the time that that water could have algae or some craziness in it that could literally kill you. Like, like there was, like, you know, whether no, no, I hear you, I hear you. No. <laughs> whether you go home at night when you're at a job building a well is like life or death. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the um I was reading 
or no, I was listening to a podcast. That's where it was about uh, about the role that coffee and tea played in the world. Mm-hmm. One of the big things about coffee and tea is you got to boil the water. Right? Yeah, you got to boil. It. Yeah, yeah. And so all of a sudden the water gets safe because it's yes. boiled. And they were like, basically, until the invention of coffee and tea, everybody was like half in the bag all the time from drinking alcohol, which was the other way that you could purify water. So the reason that people like when you watch a you know show about the 1300s or whatever, the reason that they're drinking beer at eight o'clock in the morning is because that's what you drank, <laughs> and everybody's half wasted all the time. So you know it's a, it is an interesting note that all of a sudden you get tea, you get coffee, you get caffeine, you get all these drinks that you boil, and then you know human productivity and people start to flourish and people start to like look around because they're not drunk out of their mind by 10 o'clock in the morning every day so they start to like create art and you know build society so it's yeah, interesting yeah it becomes productive they become productive become yeah. productive yeah yeah no it's it's pretty awesome so I, i'd say um we're heading to the next five chapters where where we left off was uh they're headed out west or at least it was brought up by yeah um, no Adam's out west Adam Adam, yeah. Adam's out west um, and then they're gonna you know he's yeah. gonna stake his claim and we're gonna see where we yeah. end up and uh, yeah. yeah Charles Charles is back home and when they say he was he's he's rich richer than ever before and you he's know. he's got a great farm and he's just gonna yeah. keep making it greater and yeah. uh, and uh, no wife and yeah. Kathy is. Uh, Long for home ride, doing nothing. Yeah, home doing yeah. nothing. As they stated in the book, she, you know, does nothing. He's just going to build her the greatest form ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, we met uh, Mr. Sam. Where they're in, they're in your neck of the woods now, right? Well, they're yeah. So now. they're in, they're in California, but you know, obviously, Colorado and California, they're not the same for sure. But they have a lot of similarities, like. You know, it's super dry here for, you know, half the year, just like it's super dry in California for half the year. So it is neat to read and like live out here. And everything yeah. right now is very golden. Like that's the color because it's before it's turned green. Right. Um, but it'll be green in a couple of weeks and then it'll be green for a while and then it'll turn back to golden because that's like the, the, the two colors out here, green and gold, as opposed to like, you know, Philly where you get the. The green, the red, the flower, you get the, the red, yeah. you get the pink, you get, and then you get like the brown, like this real yeah. hardened. So it's just like a super different experience. So, yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Um, but it, it it is cool to read and like feel like he's describing where <coughs> I am. You know, like that. That's a pretty nice, nice. Feeling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so far so good. We got fifteen to twenty, and uh, yeah, yeah, fifteen to twenty for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll meet up here. Uh, I. I heard you had a good week. Um, I did. You got you got some response, which is pretty good. I did, yeah. So JD, who you know, we originally built Comics Helper for JD, um, and then he sort of, I would say, ghosted is the proper, you know, w- way to say what, yeah. what happened. He just stopped yeah. responding. But I like kind of kept reaching out, and I haven't re- reached out in a while. But then I got a message from him the other day, so I'm I'm trying to make a screen recording to kind of show him what the app does and how it works. So that I don't, I can just send it to him and he can, he can look at it on his time. Right. One of the definite things that I noticed is that it felt like I was demanding his time on my schedule, right. Trying to like put some time on his calendar. 
So I think it'll be it'll work better for him if I if I give him that. So I'm gonna try to get that done. I tried to get it done this weekend, but didn't quite. Um, and then I got some numbers for you. I know this. I know you'll enjoy this as far as numbers go. Um, two seconds. I know this is compelling radio right here. All right. So uh, Kevin's store has entered 13 customers. Okay. Six, 68 titles and 67 subscriptions are currently in the app. Wow. So, yeah, like it's real, you know? I mean, wow. it's not, obviously like you know, those are teeny tiny numbers compared to where we want to get, right? But uh that's 13 unique customers, 68 unique titles and 67 subscriptions. Like that's pretty exciting. That's a that's a that's a good step, you know? That's pretty awesome, man. It's official. It's real. I think it's, it's official. Yeah. So he he had a couple requests and changes um, when I popped in on Friday to see him. Uh, so I did those changes this weekend, and then uh, so I mean they they were all just quality. They were a little bit more than quality of life improvements. Like, but they were like, hey, when I'm doing this, I have this problem each time, and I was like, oh, well, I can just change that, so you don't have that problem anymore. And he was like do that so you know it's a bunch of stuff like that and so i'm gonna spend um this week next week prob- probably got like three weeks worth of like now that i understand like it's everything is different once a customer starts using it you can actually be like oh they want this okay so i can make the like now i actually have that information so um you know we'll see i'll pop in on friday again to see him get jd hopefully signed up and uh, start moving forward from there. So yeah, it was a it was a it's big awesome. week, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty huge, pretty huge. How about you? Yeah, I'm, we're we're working on some some recipes. I got a uh, my first ever uh, tasting uh, as we're doing our probably our first like legit catering event um, in May or in June, one of them. Um, I gotta look at the date, but. Yeah, first ever real legit catering event. We're doing a, a graduation party. And uh, so we're coming up with different finger foods that, you know, I kind of talked a little bit about it. But Saturday is the test. So the test is Saturday. And uh, so today I actually made a uh, cornbread, uh, catfish, and greens slider. So I would it's actually... That. Yeah, it's actually pretty, uh, it's pretty wild with a with a with a uh, remoulade sauce. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. On it, on it, on it, on it as well. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, just you tell someone, uh, you know, would you like to try the cornbread, catfish, and collard green slider? Um, My answer I mean, is yes, all day. Yeah, like why? Like who wouldn't? Like you know, those are staples. Um, which came out really nice. I had to order some stuff. Um, ended up uh, getting some like silver dollar pancake, um, I guess cutter or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And I was able to to, to get pour the the, uh, the batter in so I can get the, oh to get them the, the right shape Got to it. get the shape and then make it as the cornbread now and it's like basically like a a, a bun, you know, right. is what it is. And uh, yeah, and it's thin. It's really light. It's not a heavy sandwich you know finger food light sandwich but it's pretty dope it, it, it turned out beautiful yeah, um, and that's the kind of thing i would eat for sure so. yeah yeah so we're just playing around i tried the uh collard green egg roll which which was pretty nice especially for 
for people who like that savory flavor. Had like collard greens, just collard greens, veggies, and an egg roll with uh, like a Parmesan sauce. You know, that was the wife's input in the thing. She wanted to put that together. So we've just been working on, you know, having fun, really. I've been having fun just trying to come up with some shockers so that when they're picking out what they want, it's, you know, it's it's big guns. It's wow, wow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, nice. so it's a party. We want to yeah. make it one. That's, yep. how, that's how yep. it should be, yeah. All right, what you got in tonight's game, man? Uh, I mean, I think the Sixers win in pretty straightforward fashion. Look, I think it's just going to be, you know, 120 to 104 or something like that. Like, you know, a nice, yeah. a nice e- not an easy win. It's the playoffs. but They pull away. Yeah, I think they should. Um, you know, this is their, you know, they're set. I think this is the kind of game where Harden can can do his, his work. And Max they're home. Work and they'll they're be able home. to die the energy. I actually yeah. agree with you. I think they've these last two games, they shot poorly. They were, they were tough. They were tough wins. Yeah, they shot well, one was a win, one was a loss. Yeah, um, I think they get back in the shooting in the fifty percent range again, and they hang up somewhere above one fifteen. Uh, win or win or lose, it all depends on how well they play defense. But I think the Sixers score a buck fifteen or plus in this game. And, yeah, I mean, uh, it seems it seems like they're due. Yeah, I would imagine it would be hard for Toronto to score a buck fifteen and. The Sixers score a buck fifteen because the only way Toronto can do it is off of a bunch of offensive rebounds and dominating basically time of possession in a basketball way, which would limit the Sixers' ability to score. So, yeah, I, I got them. The the Toronto played a nice series. They're, they shouldn't win this series. They don't have any business winning this series. Nah, they're nah. they're a good basketball team. Certainly not taking anything away from them, but the six the Sixers should win this series and. Now with Joe's uh, thumb, we'll see where it goes. It's it, yeah. it doesn't doesn't look good for the Sixers championships hopes. I don't think, but you know, still enjoy, enjoy the ride and, and see where they go. But yeah, uh, Toronto has a great three through nine rotation. Unbelievable three through nine. It's, a, it's rotation. amazing, for sure. But they don't they don't have nine they don't have one, a one or a two. One, they don't have a one or a two. And yeah, and you saw what happened when they had Kawhi. They won. Yeah, yeah. If they had a one and a two with that. Three through Ooh. nine, woo, man, they'd be now, they'd yeah. be real good. Yeah. yeah, we got a one through, I'd say four. <laughs> we have Five. one through six. Yeah, eh, one through four in my opinion. But we need to get the rest. Yeah, if we if we yeah. get the rest, we're good. We got a one yeah. through four. But having a one through four can get you to a, a championship ring because those oh, can, are the can. most you important gotta, parts. For sure, you gotta you gotta get lucky at this point. But you know, yeah. one through four, goes, you, so. you can't win without one through four. I mean, you can win. I mean, you can win without five through nine. Five through nine. There's no possible way to win without one through four. We haven't seen it in the NBA yet. Yeah. Maybe college. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. One game off. You could do it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it ends up, but it should be an interesting, uh, interesting, you know, next next round. Hopefully, the the Sixers can get in there and get a couple days rest between. So. All right, well, uh, yeah, no next doubt, week is chapters uh, 15 through 20. Yep, yep. Up to, cha- um, up to chapter 20 next week. And, uh, yeah, where can people find us, Vernon? They can find us at theprocessisblackandwhite.com. And they can also search us on social media platforms at The Process is Black and White, and we'll pop right up. All right, talk to you next week. Yes, sir. All right, man.